Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Phantoms and Family with me, Mandy, the mom. And me, Landon, the spooky son. <laughs> Landon and I bond over our shared joy of Halloween, hauntings, cryptids, and everything generally spooky. So let's sit back, relax, while Landon and I share another story. Okay, so if ghosts use the bathroom, would they call it the rest and pee room? <laughs> that was a zinger. That was a good one. Okay, are you ready? No. <laughs> okay. Today's story takes us back to southwestern Ohio. Remember how we've talked about this town once before when we talked about the frog man? Ohio's very uncrypted, right? Yeah, London. <laughs> Loveland. <laughs> you and your obsession with moving over to London. Um, so this one, we're going to talk, and we've taken you here once, you and Macy. We're talking about the Loveland Castle. I, boom, boom, I've boom. been to Loveland a lot, actually. Well, I know, but you, we've only taken the Loveland Castle once, although we should totally go back because it's cool. So, Loveland, little southwest Ohio, we, have, we actually have a couple of castles over here oddly but the Loveland Castle is our very own haunted castle like a stone's throw away from our house oh yeah I don't so, really know what that means it means it's not far like our town is by that okay okay so little little history of the Loveland Castle it was built by a guy named Harry Andrews he had toured after the war over in Europe, and that's what inspired him with the architecture over there. And uh, he is the one that built a replica of a medieval castle, and it's found along the Little Miami River, probably, you know, where the Loveland Frogmen hang out, because they also as, keep being... As one does. Yeah, as one does. Um, he made it of bricks, cement blocks, and he hauled a bunch of stones from the river. Mom. What? You know what else is in Europe? No. London. Yeah, that's true. However, we're not in Europe. We're in Ohio. We talked about <laughs> Europe. And I was like, Guess what, though? What? Because he built it by hand, mm -hmm. and, like, he would have people, like, volunteers, Boy Scout groups would come out and help and stuff like that. It took him over 50 years what? to build this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over 50 years. And it took him 2,600 sacks of cement, 32,000 quart milk cartons for concrete bricks. That's how he made those. And 56,000 pailfuls of stone from the river. So 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I still can't beat Minecraft. I'm like almost 12. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. All and right. here's how much it cost him to build this whole castle. How much? $12,000. If he did it by hand, do mm -hmm. they really need to pay him? Well, how is he going to buy the uh, the cement sacks? Money. Right. Money. <laughs> $12,000. Oh, man. So, in addition to the castle itself, inspired after uh, his time in Normandy, um, he built a road <clears throat> down to the castle mm -hmm. 
flattened and leveled off the land around the castle because he built this beautiful gardens. I was actually considering it one of the places uh, for Chris and I to get married because it was so pretty. In an old, run-down medieval castle. But here's here's what Elsie did to make it like super castly. Like it has to be as castly as possible, right? He did. Oh my god! Put in a drainage system, dug a moat, and a dungeon oh. that was so well built that it was deemed the safest bomb shelter in Ohio <laughs> during the Cold War. Oh my gosh! Oh man! Wow, I was I didn't know. Oh man! So he got inspired, like I said, he was in World War One. Um, and he was a medic over there. So while he was um, over fighting in the war and then after, he uh, continued to tour around after the war in Europe and got inspired by all that architecture. So that is really what drove him to come back. Um, and in 1927, he started buying the land in Loveland there to build the castle. And then it took him those 50 years of doing it by himself. It, with help, like, you know, like I said, the Boy Scouts would come and stuff like that. Scouts? Yeah, so he would offer, uh, he called them the Overnights um, with K-N-I-G-H-T-S with the Boy oh. Scouts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, nice. <laughs> and it was a big popular scouting activity. And not only did he teach them how to do campfires, but they also learned the art of sword fighting at the uh, castle. Like, with real swords? Well, I'm sure blunt sword fighting swords, but yeah. That's a thing. Sword fighting? Yeah. I I know what sword fighting is. I know, but I mean, like, you could do it today if you wanted to go learn it. Uh, you were born when sword fighting came out. Wow. Wow. It's harsh. So, um, you would hear that history, you know, when you're like, well, why on earth would the castle be haunted? You just built it. Like, there isn't, it's not ravaged land or anything like that built it on an indian burial ground he did not he oh, okay. did not um actually aside from his labor of love and loving the castle so much that of course after he passed his spirit has been seen there right. to make it feel castly and he was quite the collector he collected a whole bunch of ancient artifacts I thought you were about to say human bones. No, mm -mm, no, he's not crazy. But we all know that when you collect a whole bunch of historic old stuff, you have got the possibility of things being attached to those items. That's why none of the museum exists. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> so basically, he filled his house with a bunch of potentially haunted objects. Oh, that's So he great. brought ghosts with him. Which had to be cool because if I'm a spirit and I'm like, what? where is this castle? I'm in a castle. And then you look out and you're in the middle of Ohio with corn all around you for miles. <laughs> you're like, huh. Uh, huh. So we have got um, three main spirits in addition to, of course, seeing Mr. Andrews himself. And you can see him anywhere. Oh, just... Showing in the bathroom when you turn and Andrew's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's like, you, I don't recall inviting you here. <laughs> um, they do say they see him 
most often in the gardens, which is actually where he liked to spend a lot of his time near the end of his life, was in the gardens that he had built. Um, and they are really pretty. If anyone ever gets a chance to come to Ohio, uh, go to the Loveland Castle in the springtime when everything is blooming. They are really pretty. But we have three additional main entities that you may see in addition to seeing Mr. Andrews. One they call the male entity. Again, because things might have come attached to stuff he collected over time or brought back with him from the war, nobody knows who these people are. So you just see them and you're like, huh. Um, although some think that he is a younger version of Harry Anderson himself, um, but often seen as a dark shadow moving up the spiral staircase to Sir Harry's old room. So that's why they think um, maybe this is also Harry is because it goes to his room every time. That would be weird. Imagine like it's Harry and younger Harry. Mm -hmm. Harry's getting a snack in the kitchen and he turns and he sees his duplicate but younger and he's like, who are you? <laughs> well, um, this male entity has also been known to slam the bathroom door in the Balmer. Um, some of bathrooms. Right? Goodness gracious. Uh, it, that gets, so those that continue to upkeep the castle, the volunteers call themselves the Knights of the Golden Trail. Um, and two of them are who heard this slamming door by the ballroom and so they went to investigate um, and it was discovered that the septic tank was about to overflow. So they wouldn't have noticed that and it would have absolutely destroyed the gardens that he loved so much had something not started slamming that bathroom door that made them go back there. So, so, so how big is this place? I mean, it's a, it's a two-story plus a dungeon instead of a basement, um, castle with an addition on the additional side that has the ballroom. It has a few bedrooms, some bathrooms, a rooftop um, patio thing, and then a tiered garden that leads down to the river. It's beautiful. Oh, you tell me a ballroom and I'm like, this is a castle. In Ohio, we're not going crazy big. Oh, it's 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 a house. I mean, it would the we could live in it with the four of us could live there. It's a, it's a it's bigger than the Betty Lane house. It's probably about the size of this house. Bigger than the Betty Lane house, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> Two stories. That thing was like one story. But isn't that crazy that um they were about to have a big septic tank overflow that would have ruined the gardens. And so the only way they found out about it was an entity was slamming the door by the tank that would bring them over there to look at it. What's a septic tank? That's a thing to do with your toilets and stuff. Oh. You're focusing on the wrong part of that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so another thing with the male entity, um, after a long day of maintenance on the castle... Um, all of the knights and the ladies decided to throw themselves a little shindig. And as some of them played instruments, they added live music to the festivities. And a heavy lamp over a table began to swing in time to the music. When they stopped playing, the lamp would stop. 
uh, like an unseen presence stopped it. And then when they started playing again, the lamp began to swing again. And the lamp would swing during some of uh, the songs that were liked, but would stay still during, <laughs> still during some of the songs that he probably wouldn't have liked. <laughs> so you had a, a real captive, ghostly audience there. You know, if you like... Wait, it was like the sh- like the lamp going to like the tune. Yeah, of the song. it would like go to the beat of the song. You know, it'd be funny if they had like somebody that wasn't you know like a good person playing in the band. Yeah, and they were playing a song that'd be like their own metronome, that's just a lamp. That's funny. So another entity they have there outside of the male entity who really is most often seen as a shadow. So they don't. That's where I said some think it's Harry, but, like, they've seen Harry's spirit as Harry. And this one's a shadow, so the only reason they think it's Harry is because it, too, cares about the property. And so they're like, well, it's got to be him. Um, there is a female entity. This is going to be the last one, an animal entity. <laughs> no, although maybe he had a dog. Um, uh, but... They used to have a guy that would, for a while, lived on the property when Harry was alive and he made moonshine. Mm-hmm. And he had a wife and um, she died while they were living on the property, not from anything untoward. She just had probably like a heart attack or something. There's no nothing scary about how she died. But um, her spirit has been seen with her long hair walking across the uh, river and sitting on the seats located on top of what we would call the garage. Um, She's described as transparent, white apparition, dressed in a flowing gown and has been seen walking up the road uh, as well as into the garden area before disappearing. Wait, did you say walk across the river? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So Jesus. (laughs) Well... I don't know if we should be running around saying that, but she is certainly not of this earth. What color was her hair? It just says long hair, so I don't know. Because if it was like, it's black hair going over her face, I'd be like, "Mm." Right, she's the ring, and we all need to run. We all need to run. Every ghost is like that. (laughs) There does seem to always be a correlation between castles and female ghosts in long flowy dresses. I don't... I don't know if they just like are, they're like, oh, there's another castle. Mine, dibs. Oops, oh, girl, I called this one. Dang it. I didn't get to be a princess in life, and so I'm calling this castle. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting about her, though, is it does seem to be a lot of her walking around. Like, she's walking from the river up to the house. She's walking alongside the road. She's walking through the gardens. She's outside. There's a trend. Like, she's never inside. She's always walking around in the moonshiner lived in a tent on the property while he was there. So they didn't live inside. So maybe that's why she doesn't go inside. Cardio. She just, That's why. She just wants to walk around and get cardio. <laughs> um, well, we have one final entity. This one. Um, oh, a child. Uh, well, no. This one they for sure 100% know is attached to some of the items that he brought back I mentioned that they think that's where spirits are coming from because like the the shadow man while some of them think he's hairy others think he's just someone attached to some of the stuff he brought back um this one's a viking they call it the viking entity there's a normal the male the mm-hmm. female 
The Viking. <laughs> I know. None of them have names. Uh, but they think he is attached to one of the swords that are on display there. Uh, is seen by the north round part of the castle. You'll know when you go up, they have like a tower. Turret kind of tower. And it's round. Uh, the turret stairs tower. that going up go up are spiraled. They're crazy pants. Um, but the round part of the castle, dressed in a long, dark cloak, wearing a spiked helmet, so super Viking-like, and carrying a short, wide sword across his chest. And so they have seen him in that part of the castle, and they also attribute to him, for some reason, don't know why, uh, that he is the one, because they have a doorbell now. Oh, oh. Sorry, everyone, for that noise. They have a doorbell now attached to the um, building. And the they, for some reason, it doesn't say why, think that the Viking is the one ringing the doorbell and knocking on the door when there's never anybody there. So the volunteers will go to answer the door and there's nobody there or nobody out there. Imagine they open the door one time and they just hear, Ay, kakanka. What? Yeah, I suppose the Viking wouldn't be just, like, speaking in English, would he? Hey, my God, I could so no, they wouldn't do that. Well, so that is the story of the Loveland Castle, our very own Chateau Le Mans. And, um, and right, right, you know, 10-minute drive from here. Apparently, so. you also don't speak English. Well, that's for, that's what he called it. When Harry built it, let me make sure I say it exactly correctly here um he called it Ch oh i was see i was wrong chateau la roche chateau la roche like a kind of sauce like a very a french sauce, sauce. <laughs> it's clearly very french so usually we close out our shows with landon telling us a ghost story do you have any castle stories or anything like that you want to impart Okay, so this one happened when I was with my dad. Okay. It was my dad, my stepmom, my brother, my sister, and I. Mm -hmm. And we were driving around middle of the night because we didn't have anything to do. Sure. Uh, and we're like, let's go to Frankenstein's Tower. The what? Let's go there. So we just were driving up to this like tourist tower, right? And while we're driving up, we use a little hiking to get to it. And it's a pretty cool little tower just randomly up in the woods and you can see down into the road and for some reason this isn't the scary part but we just saw like a bag go flying right it was like not flying but like it was bouncing through middle of the road stops Ooh. it just stopped i guess that part is kind of weird that is it weird. just <laughs> stopped and nobody knew why and the second we looked away we were start bouncing away and oh. like no but we're about to leave right and we're like, all right guys let's get our final pictures and stuff right and, and dad goes far back and he's gonna take a picture of the castle and by the way the castle has a door and two windows okay he's taking a picture of us and he, we're looking through the picture like that looks so good what is that and we're looking like the fourth picture and if here's the castle on this window, something's standing in it. <gasps> really? And we, and we checked the others and it wasn't there. And dad's like, we're deleting that. That's not good. He deleted it? He deleted it. What? Like, you mm. got to keep that. It all scared us. So? 
Your dad's scaredy pants. That was her story. Well, that's a good story. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of Phantoms and Family. We will be back again in two weeks. Sorry for the long hiatus, but we will be returning soon. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.